0: Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Sunday, new week. Thanks so much for being here. The show's going to be a little bit different. It's going to actually be very much in line with what we've been talking about. But it's going to be a little bit of a different flavor today. Because we are dedicating it to the Super Bowl. Now, if you're a Super Bowl fan, wonderful. Even if you're not, don't worry about it. I believe, maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that nothing in the world happens because everything is based on principles. We have a, a belief, a concept, a tradition. I'll say it in Aramaic and then I'll translate it. It says, Histakel ba'araisa ubara ulma. That's Aramaic for God looked through the Torah and created the world. What that means is that the wisdom, spiritual wisdom, is not just a separate study. You know, that's not like it works like you go to college and there's like the business school and then there's the, the school of literature and the school of government. Then there's the school of theology. And then if you go to the theological school, you're, you're studying, that's not how it works with us. The work, we, it works very differently in our way of seeing the world. It's, it's all based on garments, right? There's the outer layer and then an inner layer and then an inner layer. And if you know how to get to the inner layer, the, 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 the most inner point, it, it'll inform all the other layers. And so the whole idea of spiritual wisdom is spiritual wisdom actually takes you to the middle but it has implications to every layer outside. So God, if you will, looked into the spiritual wisdom and he created the world very much aligned with the same principles that we study in spiritual wisdom. And so when you see anything in life that achieves a certain level of standards to success or greatness, usually there's principles there and those principles apply. I was telling my children, there's a reason why, you know, food that's bad for you tastes amazing. It's not just because of how they do the ingredients. God could have made broccoli and cauliflower taste like chocolate and whatever it else. It's a principle in life. Hard work, effort leads to results. And it applies in how your body works in the gym. It applies in how you eat. It applies in life. It's a principle. And when you learn how to see the world, I mean, this is what we're talking about. When you learn how to see the world deeper than the surface, you start to see the connections. Sports is a principle. People are not obsessed with sports because it's a ball. And because it goes from one side of the field to the side of the field or one basket to one basket. It doesn't work that way. People are obsessed with sports because it, it represents principles. It just represented in a sport, in a game. But the game is a representation of deeper principles that apply to our lives. The challenge is when you don't see that. Right? If you're a big sports fan, but you never learn the principles to apply it to your life, then that's really sad. All you've got in your whole life is a ball. It's good, it's entertaining, it's healthy entertainment to some extent. But it's not what it's there for there to drive you towards your life. Every experience is there to drive you towards your life. This is what we've been talking about all week. Every experience that you have drives you towards a deeper meaning of seeing the world so that you can put it into your life. And sports is, is critical in this area. For the sports fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. People that don't follow sports, they get lost in the ball. What's the big deal? It's just, it's a ball. People that are sports fans are like, what do you mean? It's not a ball. That's why you can say a word like legend. That would never, these guys aren't legends. They just they're, just, they're playing a game. They're not putting their life on the line. But when you're in it, you understand that it's more than a game. And I want to, for Super Bowl, for those who are going to be watching the Super Bowl, I hope that you can watch it with this lens on. And if you're not, don't worry about it. And if you're not, we could use this as an opportunity to talk about life through what's going on today in the world. And so maybe if your relative, your husband, your your friend, you can, you can maybe understand the game at a deeper level than even they are. That would be great, right? Can you imagine? You walk in and you get the game deeper than the person who's watching the game? That'd be great. It's, it's a football trick. All right, I want, I want to talk to you about what the Super Bowl stands for and why really it's a metaphor for life. Why we're all so obsessed with it when at the end of the day, it's just a game, we know it. And when you think about it, to me, I think it comes down to three basic concepts about life. And when we understand these concepts for the concept and we apply it into our lives, <laughs> not just eating, very good. When we stand this concept for the concept, not for, and we apply it into our lives, Maybe it it could better us long after the game is done. The first aspect that you learn from champions, champion mentality, it's an aspect that I grappled with when I was younger and I played sports, high school sports. My coaches tried to put this into my head, is that champions all want to play in the big game understand that when you get on the field in the super bowl understand that you're up against the greatest challenger of the season and every single thing you do could have you live in prosperity or should i say in posterity or in infamy You drop a pass in a Super Bowl, that's going to be your life forever. You catch a pass in a Super Bowl, that's your life forever. Every player understands that it is the most difficult game of their careers. And most players get the exact same amount of money. I'm sure there are bonuses involved. But for the most part, you make enough money that you could be watching the game from a hot tub eating wings. And it has no impact on your bottom line. Many contracts do not include the playoffs, which means that there's really no benefit that a player gets outside pride. And the, the risk is so high. The challenge is so high. Their bodies are being pushed to the limit. Their minds are being pushed to the limit after a full season. And in football, this isn't baseball. It's a full contact sport. Champions love challenge. Champions want to play in the hardest games they can. Ha- Champions want to take the hardest court, the the best cornerbacks, for those who are f- following, want to take the best wide receivers. In fact, if you get to the game, and for those of you who saw the Shabbat Show Thursday night, if you haven't, go to the dot and uh, have a full interview with Jeff Schwartz, who um, who, was a, who was a who was a former player, and he speaks about this concept about how you want to be playing against the best guys. The best athletes want to be in the game. And if your team wins and you get a trophy and you get to go to the game and you get a ring and you didn't play, it doesn't feel the same. Champions want the challenge. Most people don't. Most people want to avoid challenge. They're happy with a mediocre marriage. They're happy being a mediocre parent. They're happy being mediocre at work. Because it's hard, it's hard to go to the challenge and stand in front of people and present your ideas. It's hard to push yourself to the person that you live with. It's hard to be challenged. The champions, they kill themselves to be challenged and they know that they can lose everything, everything. Those players know that their whole reputation, their legacy, their financial capacity can all be on the line with one mistake. And they know that to get to this moment, they'd have to challenge themselves time and time and time again, just to reach today, which is gonna be a challenge. For the guys on the field today is just the hardest day of their career, of their season. But they wouldn't trade it for the world because they're athletes. And what it means to be a champion athlete, it means that you love being challenged. You know what it means to be a champion person? Is you love being challenged. You love waking up in the morning and challenging yourself. When someone says, take it easy. And you think to yourself, take it easy. I can be great today. You push yourself to be great. Because you know in your core that the the only thing that's worse than failure is not pushing yourself to be great. The lack of what I could be is scarier than failing along the way. That's the mind of a champion. But remember, you don't win championships in the Super Bowl. Don't think for one second that today's game is going to be the moment that they become a champion. There's no moment to today, that's going to happen today, in which a player is going to do something, and that thing will be the moment that they become a champion. doesn't work that way. It looks like that. It doesn't work that way. You know when these guys become champions? These guys become champions months before. When they're in practice and nobody's watching them, because they are in training camp and they go to block somebody and in the block they only got the form 91 percent right because they didn't really bend their knees when they went up against the player and the coach said you're doing it wrong and the player said yeah but it's fine and the champion player says well how do I do it right not totally right I got it 90 percent right I'm in the NFL. I've been doing this thing called catching and throwing and blocking and tackling since I was four in peewee football in my hometown in Texas and then high school and then college and then the NFL. I know how to do this thing. But you coach are telling me that I can do it 5% better and to get 5% better, I got to kill myself for the entire practice. How do I do it better? And the coach comes in and goes, you got to bend a little bit deeper. When you throw, you got to make sure you, you, you snap your wrist. Keep your eyes on the ball while your hands are inter." And he's like, inter once, twice practice is over. He comes back on the field. He's exhausted. No one's watching. Nobody sees him. He's in the gym. It's 5.30 a.m. His trainer goes, do five more. He can barely breathe. Nobody's cheering for him. There's no one out there that's patting him on the back. He may end up getting injured. He may end up not making the playoffs, but he does it. Do you know why? Because he wants to be the greatest he can be in practice understand that there's not one guy going to do one thing today on the field that he didn't practice a million times before. They're not thinking on the field today. They're reacting. They're reacting to muscle memory. The game is going too fast for them to think about what to do. What's happening right now is muscle memory. They may get lucky and drop and catch, but the game that you're going to watch for those who are watching is a game of muscle memory. That means the choice that they make, they made, is not taking place in the Super Bowl. The choice they made, it took place eight months earlier and every day since. We don't become great when our wife's or our husband says something to us and we react. We don't become great when that kid who is now 15, goes through whatever they're going through, and and we need to dig into ours. We don't become great when I'm up against a a moral challenge. We become great when we wake up in the morning every day and go, I want to be this person. Every single day I wake up and I enhance my standard for living. I'm up. I told myself I would study for these 10 minutes. I told myself I would be patient. These are my values that I've been working on. And I've been looking at the world for ways to use these values. I'm not turning to my values when I'm in my own personal Super Bowl. I am working my values when nobody pays attention every single day. I don't wait to be great when I'm in in the spotlight. I change how I live my life in the smallest nuance when nobody's paying attention. If nobody sees me, I'm still going to do it. It's not about the thing that I'm doing. It's about who I become. It's the muscle memory. And if I'm going to be great in my life, I need muscle memory. And muscle memory doesn't come when I'm in the moment of greatness. When I'm in the challenge that's when I go back to my memory. That's when I do the things that I've always been doing. It makes champions great is that by the time they get to the Super Bowl, they don't think anymore. It's they've conditioned themselves to being great. We gotta wanna play. We gotta wanna be great in our lives. And we got to want to be great every single day because when the days that come that will, that people will remember us, the eulogy moments that we've been talking about, those don't just come when you step up. Those days are just manifestations of lots of small little things that we do right every day. The journaling and the thinking and the, and the structuring of my day and the elevation of my standard and redoing the stuff that I am and so so that it's right and that it's good and that we really work talking to my kid and building him up and talking to my friends and being there for people every single day. And the last, this is just three things that I want you to think about. The desire to be challenged. Desire to increase our standard of excellence so it becomes habitual. And the last piece, honestly, is the appreciation to be able to be in the game. Look at a guy like Tom Brady. He's 42, 43 years old. This is his 10th Super Bowl. He just wants to play. Go to any guy and say, I'll make you a deal. We'll forfeit the game and you win. If, go Ask every guy, we'll just forfeit the game. We'll find out that the other team has COVID, right? We, I have a the germ called COVID. I'll put it into their hotel room. The team will get it. They will come and you guys win. How do you, What do you think? Not one guy will say yes. Do you know why? Because you know what they love more than winning? They love playing. They're students of the game. They just love being in it. Every morning, we wake up in the morning and we're supposed to say a line. Thank God. God, thank you. You know how I'm thanking you? Because you gave me back my soul. You gave me another day in the game. I'm just happy I get to play today. I'm happy I get a chance challenge myself, to work on myself. You know why we love sports so much for? Because sports is a metaphor for greatness. And me and you are built to be great. Our soul makes us desire greatness. And sometimes we can't be great ourselves, so we just settle to watch somebody else be great. And sometimes we can't see the metaphors because just we get distracted by a ball. But if you see through the surface, you realize that what you're looking at is just the expression of greatness in the area of football. And if all hap- that happens is that it stays in the field, what a waste. Let's bring it into our lives. Let's commit ourselves to being our own champions. Because only better than being a Super Bowl champion is being a champion in life. It's raising our own trophy by realizing that whenever God decides that it's our time is up, we look back and said, we were champions. Got to want to be challenged. Got to want to condition ourselves to excellence. We got to love, love the fact that our eyes are open and God gave us one more day in the game. All right, everybody. Have an incredible day. Good luck to everybody who's playing and let us become bigger and better people from every experience in life, especially this one. All right, we'll continue on what we were doing last week. Tomorrow, actually we did it today, but just in a different way. Have a great day and with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow.